Welcome to the Women in Engineering podcast. Today we have another episode in our Discipline Preview series. I'm joined by Nadine El Shawish, who is a fourth year software engineering student. Nadine, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. So I'm just going to jump right into the questions and I'm going to kind of start from first year and work our way up. So what first year courses or experiences would give you the best idea of what software is like? Um, great question. This is, there's a few different courses that I wanted to like touch on. Um, the first one I think is very obvious. It's the ES 1036 course, which is the programming fundamentals. Um, this course really helps a lot, um, and building up your knowledge about programming, about what it is. It's super introductory. So, um, it really helps anyone understand kind of what programming is and what the software design aspects are. So if you like that course, software is a really good path to go. Um, another course is the NMM 1411 or linear algebra. That course also like introduces some topics that come back up in software engineering um, in upper years. So in understanding the basics and if you enjoy those topics, that's a good indicator of like theoretical side of software. Um, and the last one I would say is probably ES 1050 or the Foundation of Engineering Designs. Um, and that one is a good practice for all the group work that you'll encounter in software, since there are a lot of design classes that you take. Um, it's not exactly like this course, but I would say it's quite similar. Um, as for experiences, I highly recommend like hackathons. Um, I know I did one in first year and I was so confused, but it was so much fun. And you can learn a lot just in that. Um, and being around other software engineering or computer science students, kind of, you get a sense of the community and you learn a lot from them. So those are my, probably. No, that makes a lot of sense. I guess programming also makes a lot of sense. I had a great <laughs> first year programming prof. He was awesome. But um, oh, yeah. how are the profs like in later years? Um, the profs are also like, they're all generally very nice and understanding people. Um, in my experience, personally, they're always there to support your learning. And if you ever need accommodations, they're super, super willing to help work with you and figure something out that works for the both of you. Um, I think a key thing that I noticed throughout my years is that a lot of them take feedback very seriously um, and they'll implement changes if you address any concerns, which kind of it makes experience better for everyone. Um, but overall, they're super intelligent people and just really interesting if you like ever want to have a conversation with them. That's really nice of them, honestly. Like, we love taking feedback. <laughs> um, and how big are the classes, would you say, like, roughly? Um, so the great thing about software is it kind of overlaps with a lot of other, other disciplines. Um, so those courses that you take with, like, the electrical engineering students, for example, they probably range from 170 to 200 students a lecture. Um, and then other courses are around 100 students. I know software is growing, so it's probably closer to 200 now. Um, but you're kind of a little bit less than one of the courses that overlaps. And then of course, you know, like tutorials and labs are also much smaller. You're probably getting like 50 students at a, at a time. And then as you get older, the upper year courses kind of dwindle down a little bit, but I would say generally around like the hundred to 200 mark. Okay. So lots of friends. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one of the perks. <laughs> lots of people to ask for help. For, for help. Yeah. <laughs> And um, what type of courses and projects are specific to only software students? Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot of programming courses. I mean, um, there's SC2202, which is scripting programming languages. 
SE2205, which is algorithm, algorithms and data structures. And I will mention that this one's a key course in software. So I would focus on that one. Um, and then there's SC3316, which is web technologies. And you learn a lot of coding fundamentals that you get to practice. Um, but there are also other courses that um, you take in software like ECE4436, which is networking. Um, or SE3313, which is operating systems. And like those ones kind of focus on different aspects of software engineering where it's less traditional programming, but you get to a chance to explore those paths. Um, and then I think project-wise, every year you get at least one design course where you have a really kind of general problem statement and you get to form groups to develop a solution. And those ones were always my favorite personally because you could try out different technologies you were curious about. like. You hear about a new programming language, you're like, oh, this is a great opportunity to try and create something with that. Um, and you can make like a full-fledged project starting from like inception and design to project outlining and then finally developing it. And then you get to present it to your peers and your professors. That's so cool. I feel yeah. like for a new programming language, I'd be like, no, I'm bad at the the originals. <laughs> like we're not gonna, we're not gonna diversify here. <laughs> it's really good because you get to like build off of your already learned skills and then you That's get to true. make something really cool with it. Yeah, coding is like cool, just in general. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm biased, but I hundred <laughs> percent think I agree. Um, so then, based on that, like, are there any specialization options that students can take within software? Yeah, so you could do the engineering and business at Ivy, which is a really common one among software engineering students. There's engineering and law, and then you can obviously do a double major or minor in other faculties such as science, music, social science, or arts and humanities. So you can kind of make your own degree out of it. So lots of dual options, which is helpful. Oh, yeah, very <laughs> much, yeah. And I think and software is one of those um, programs where it kind of, you can use it in every program. So it's always good to know. And then if you have a little bit of background information, something else, you can use that to your advantage. I like how you said you can use it in every program. And the first thing that popped into my head was my friend making a code to book gym spots. Last year. <laughs> like, you genuinely I mean, did that. That is efficiency. Like, good for <laughs> them. That is a good way to do it. Software has applications, real world applications. Exactly. Um, and so what's like the typical traditional career path that software kind of leads to? And like, what are the job and co-op prospects? Yeah. Um, well, the great thing about software is there's like, a ton of different career paths you can pursue. So the options are super vast. I think to name a few, there's like just a general software engineer where you can focus on mobile or web apps, or you can do like video game development. There are software testing engineers. There are systems integration engineers. There are architects where you kind of focus more on building the systems. Um, there's embedded software engineer. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of companies that just focus on building apps or games, so you can work on those. But the good thing about software is you kind of need software everywhere nowadays. So you could work for finance or insurance companies or like science research services and so many different like aspects of life. <laughs> you kind of always need software. Um, so to build off of that, software development is huge right now. There are a ton of job and co-op prospects available if you want them. Um, I personally highly, highly recommend doing a four-month summer co-ops. And if you can, I would do the long-term co-op between your third and fourth year. Because, you know, these experiences allow you to grow within the industry. You can make connections. And then you can, you know, take everything that you learned in class and use it in a real-world project. Yeah, definitely. Like, the co-ops, 
I feel like I've heard they teach you just so much more. Like you just build off everything. Yeah. You learn so much. It's like insane how much you could do in four months. So switching gears a little bit, um, what are some tips that you would have to succeed in software? Um, okay. I think the main one is definitely practice because obviously everything practice makes perfect. So I would do as many projects as you can. And I think the best way to learn is obviously to do it. Um, so there are so many possibilities of different projects you can work on. Um, not only does this like build your confidence, but it's always something that you can add to your resume. So I would highly recommend doing that. Um, another tip, and it's going to be so annoying and you'll probably roll your eyes, but I totally recommend doing your homework, <laughs> which I know a lot of people are like, oh God, I don't want to do that. But you, it really is the best way to learn. And I highly recommend doing your homework, especially when it's like project-based, um, you kind of, you know, get the practical, um, experience. Um, another tip I would say is reach out if you need help. There are a lot of great communities here at Western that will support you through any troubles. The only thing you have to do is ask. And then I think lastly, um, learn how to network. It's great. Learn how to reach out to people, just like ask them what they've done, talk to them. And you can, you'd be surprised like how much you can learn from people by just asking them what they do. Also, don't forget your semicolons. Don't forget your semicolons. <laughs> That's a good one. The amount of times I forgot my semicolons in first year and my code would not compile. Oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of programming languages now that don't require it. So maybe you just, you know, I have been learning the wrong ones. Language. I would recommend looking into Python if you don't like semicolons. Um and then so any just general advice you would have for students going into software? Yeah, I think the main one is just have fun. You know, software is just about creating things, um, trying different things. There's so many different aspects you can go into. Um, software engineering, you know, it's constantly changing and it's advancing so quickly. So just like have fun with it. Um, another thing, because software is kind of so vast in the different career options, I would try to keep your hand at like as many projects as you can, just to see like what aspects of software engineering you like, whether that's like backend or testing or design, like there are so many different paths and this is your opportunity to, you know, try it all out. Um, and then once again, reach out for help. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask your professor, your TA, or just a classmate. A lot of people are willing to do it. Um, and then don't be too hard on yourself. You know, I think we forget a lot of the time that we're still students. We're meant to make mistakes. We're meant to learn. Um, and that's just how you grow at the end of the day. That's awesome advice, honestly. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> and are there any extracurricular activities that are discipline specific or non-discipline specific that you wanted to touch on? Um, I personally, the one extracurricular activity that I did was engineering student ambassadors. So we were basically a group of engineering students across all the disciplines, across um, every year, whether that's first year or your last year. And we were just here to support future students, understand Western. Um, we did a lot of the recruitment events, such as Fall Preview Day and March Break Open House to kind of share our experiences and just talk to students coming in. Um, and then during the year, we communicate with students and sometimes you can have sit down chats or like give them tours around campus. That one was really fun just to kind of talk to more people and like learn about others. I love that. Yeah, that's a really great resource. And I personally didn't even know about it until you brought it up. So definitely something to look out for. Um, 
for our listeners. <laughs> and yeah. is there anything else you'd want to add? Yeah. So I think just to end it off, um, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, the Women Engineering Club is a great resource. It's a great community um, to support you and just to make friends. So I would highly recommend, you know, getting involved. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to ask. And would it be all right if our listeners reach out to you? Yes, please do. You can reach out to me on anything. Um, I recommend LinkedIn probably is the best way you could reach me, but I would love to answer your questions. If you see me in the hall, just like say hi. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I really appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners do too. Thank you for having me. And for everyone listening, I hope you have a great rest of your day.